Hello there. Welcome back to So Connected. This podcast is has been created intentionally to leave us feeling more connected to ourselves and to the world around us. My name is Sophia and I am so happy that you've joined us today. Today's topic is self-awareness, a continuation from what we talked about last week. But if you haven't watched the episode from last week or listen to it this is what we talked about in summary i was explaining the different parts of the self and i did this because i think that we get overwhelmed with ourselves to become curious about ourselves because we think that there's just too much to deal with and then we just avoid so when we break down the selves into the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, then it's a bit easier to understand yourself, but to also understand what the problem is, where you're having problems, what system is out of balance. So the four systems that we discussed in that episode is the mental system. This is the part of your system that's responsible for your thought life, your belief systems, your perceptions of the world, um, your mindset. Yeah, that's the mental system. The emotional system is the system where your emotions are or your feelings, how you process your emotions, how you deal with uncomfortable situations, how you how you behave under stress, how you are when you're happy. That's your emotional system. And uh, we also talked about the physical system. That's the third system. The physical system is your body, your physical body. That goes, um, when I say the physical body, I'm talking about your internal body, but the outside. Um, so the physical body is your health or maybe lack of, depending on what season you're in. It also consists of the physical things that you have, the physical manifestations in your life. For example, the things that you own, for example, a car or a house, shoes, that is your physical system because the physical system is basically showing you what is manifesting from the mental, emotional, and spiritual systems. The physical system is the manifestation, is the physical manifestation of all three body systems. And then the fourth system is the spiritual system, which I think is the most important system. This system is the system that has your values. This is where your values are. Some people might look at it as religion because religion is also about values and it guides you. Uh, but if you're not religious, you can look at it, you can look at it as your higher self, that person that you want to be that you are not yet, but you want to be. Uh, maybe you probably won't attain that person, but you are determined to be on that path. That's your spiritual self. Your spiritual self and your spiritual system 
is your connection to the world around you, to your family, to your community, to animals, to nature, to all these different kinds of life that we are aware and unaware of. That is the spiritual system. I believe, and I've said that in the previous episode, that if this system is ignored, it affects the mental, emotional, and physical system. That's how I think. That's how I see it from my experience and from other people's experience. If you have the mental system in line, the emotional system in line, the physical system in line, but the spiritual isn't, there's going to be imbalance or you're going to feel like your system is out of balance. And that is where disease comes from. Um, All these other things that come from a system that is out of balance. So if this is your very first time here on this channel, on this podcast, then you're kind of caught up on the four major body systems, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And now with that, this episode is going to explain or to give you a few tips on how you can become aware become become aware of each of these systems because each of them is important and it does deserve our attention even though i said that the spiritual is the most important all these other systems are just as important okay i think that it's important to say that (laughs) so let's start with the mental system what can we do Like today, what can you do to become more aware of your thoughts, of your perceptions, of your mindset, of your belief systems that are maybe serving you or not serving you anymore? I think the the there are so many things that we can do, and that's why I have different options here. So you can choose what aligns with you, what resonates with you, or if nothing resonates, Try everything out and see what works. There's no way you're going to find out what works for you if you don't try it out. If you're looking for a shortcut, if you're looking for someone to tell you what worked for them, that way you can hop on that. No, you are a completely different person, unique, meaning that your needs are unique, your interests are unique, and how you attack any issues has to be unique to you. And that means that you're going to have to try out a few things that maybe you're not comfortable with now, but you could become comfortable if you open your mind. Mindset. So uh, for your mindset, I would say journaling is going to be a great way. And I know some of us do not like to journal, but journaling does have scientific evidence uh, that shows that it does help when it comes to our mental state how writing down our thoughts makes them real for example if you think that you are ugly and undesirable it's it's easy for that thought to keep looping in your head but if you write that down it's going to be different like there's it's like you're putting it outside of the world and looking at it um you're looking at it like i'm so ugly there's there's like at least in my experience there is some kind of realization it might not come immediately and that's where journaling is very helpful 
because it must be consistent for it to work. You cannot journal once in a while when you're feeling bad. Maybe that works for you, but if you want to see consistent results, kind of like how people go to the gym, this is exactly what journaling is. And it's exercise, it's exercise for the mind, kind of like the gym is for your body. And as you write down, for example, if you're trying to start journaling, just don't put any pressure to to sound okay to sound to make things sound okay to make things sound right right <laughs> um i think in the process of journaling it must be raw if you want it to give you the results that you have a raw representation of your feelings on paper be honest with yourself because imagine you're journaling but you're lying on paper it's so it's going to be so hard for you to talk to anyone because you're lying to yourself so then how are you going to talk to a doctor or a care professional it starts with you so it's journaling is a way to become honest with yourself to write down i am not okay today i'm not feeling okay today this really hurt me today and for some of us, I think it's hard for us to be honest in our journals because we have people around us who are disrespectful. They check our things. They read our journals. So maybe you can write in your phone. But I think that wherever you decide to do that, try to make it feel as safe as possible for you. That way you can release whatever it is. And I, I would recommend to do that if it's if it's something you're trying out, I would say to try it out for the first three days. Just saying your thoughts before you sleep, putting down everything you noticed, um, the things that upset you, the things that made you happy, uh, the achievements that you had. Whatever is coming to your mind is what you should write. I wouldn't even give you journal prompts because you're only getting started. So it's like you kind of have to dump everything but it also doesn't have to be structured or organized. You could scribble, you could draw. Journaling is is an expression, it's art. So it doesn't have to be writing sentences all the way, finish a page, and then, no, it could be one thought, two thoughts, that's it. But I would recommend that you date them. Put a date on on that, on whatever you're documenting, or a time, because... If you're a kind of person who likes to self-reflect and you come back to those things, to those notes, you at some point you're going to come back and ask yourself who you even were at that time because you're going to evolve from the person who wrote those things. And I think that process is important because it's going to show you that you're not your mind. Your mind is just going on and on and on and on and on and you're choosing to believe it, but sometimes it's really lying and misleading like it's it just wants to problem solve it wants it wants to identify things to judge to hook itself on things so the point of all this journaling in my opinion is to release all that it's like you're just releasing all the words the monologues all these things you're putting them down and you can also do a voice journal you can open up your voice notes app if you have an iPhone. Every day, talk about your feelings. Every day, talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. But honesty is important. Radical honesty is important in this process. You must see yourself. 
and not judge yourself because your judgment is also in your mindset. And after you journal, they will be there will be a process. Well, if you do enjoy journaling, because I do, I go through my notes and stuff from years ago and I notice the patterns, the the times where I didn't believe in myself, the times where I was extremely judgmental to the world around me and to myself, the times where I didn't give myself enough compassion because I was actually going through a lot, but I was being tough on myself. So if you reflect as you journal, you're going to realize how resilient you are, how much you can handle so much. And sometimes the mind forgets these things because it's so much in the past, but it's also so much in the future. It's never here in the now. You have to bring it in the now. Speaking of, the next thing for the mental system that we can do is meditation. I know that for a lot of us, this is something that seems like, oh, once you start meditating, you know, you're you're on another spiritual level, but you don't really have to be. I mean, it depends on what kind of meditations you're doing, but just sitting down and being, letting your thoughts move and observing them, being a watcher. There's so many beginner videos on meditation. I highly recommend meditation. In fact, if you're not sure if you should meditate, read the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He will at least for me, he made me want to meditate. He made me want to seek silence. He made me want to observe so much of myself and the outside world, observe my mind and get into it and see. And I'm telling you that book is life-changing if you're open to it. Everything in this world requires some kind of openness if you're going to get the full experience of it because if you're not open you're going to be judgmental immediately you're going to be looking for flaws looking things looking for the things that are annoying rather than just you know taking everything in and being present and just observing without internalizing so yeah what else do we meditate? Uh, do we recommend? Um, so, oh, am I saying we? Um, I guess me, myself, and I. <laughs> but another third thing I would recommend for the mental system is deep breathing. When you're feeling like you're tense, I do feel that way so many times. I have to take the deep breaths to center. I think that deep breaths are a game changer. You can literally heal yourself through breathing. Ah, I wish they told me that in school or when we were in pharmacy studying um, medications and stuff. But deep breathing is your girl. So many times I feel my mind has started going around. You start to breathe, focus on something or mention what is that uh, practice that keeps you aware you say five things you can see uh four things you can hear three things you can smell two things you can touch um i think i'm missing one thing one other thing (laughs) but that just become aware and breathe breathe 
that wasn't even deep breath, but I feel good already. <laughs> so um, now that we're talking about deep breathing and journaling and all these things in the mental system, it's so important to not attach yourself to any thought that comes as you're doing this work. Not the good thoughts and not the bad thoughts. We're not judging the good thoughts. We're not judging them. We're not. We're just looking at everything. That's it. I think in this process, you're looking at things and asking yourself if it works for you or if it doesn't. But judgment, we're going to have to leave it at the door when we're starting this self-awareness. Because once you start judging yourself and others, that's going to hinder your entire process of self-awareness. Because you're going to think you arrived. You're going to think you know all these things. Meanwhile, you're just not aware of everything else that's constantly changing. Anyway, so I think that was important to say about the non-judgment. Um, the next system for the emotional system, I think for that one, feeling your feelings is what I'm really going to emphasize for the emotional system. We need to feel the things that we're feeling and not justify them not defend them, not do all these things. Whatever it is that we do to distract ourselves from our emotional state takes us away from the awareness that we seek. For example, if you want to be aware of your inner state right now, you are going to inquire. It has to be a compassionate inquiry. You, you you have to be nice about this. And then there's going to be some things that come up. And let's say the things that come up bring you anger. Or they bring you jealousy or all these things. It's important to let those feelings come, like, live within you and basically go through you. I am not very trained in that department of letting the feelings go through you but what i do know is that presence comes in too like when i was talking about meditation you have to be very present with your feelings and sometimes when your feelings especially heavy emotions are running through you you're going to feel that tension maybe even you're going to cry and that is a form of release of that tension I think that that is so important and I will tell you why from my own experiences as someone who suppressed their emotional system for years. Oh, I be crying a lot now. I just be crying. I see some, the tiniest thing and I'm crying because I think it comes from that suppression where I think I thought that I wasn't supposed to be crying about some things or maybe it was told to me or maybe I didn't feel safe there's so many reasons why most of us block off our emotions but if you cannot do it with everybody else at least do it with yourself be honest with yourself and uh, when you do that you're going to realize that maybe some people are annoying you but you're tolerating them maybe some people are taking you for granted maybe um uh-huh. My next example is not going to be that great, but 
we kind of get the point of the emotional system. The emotional system is tied to stress. Okay, so if you don't release that stress through so many things, you could do a physical exercise, go to the gym, journaling, uh, even meditation. This pressure remains in our in our bodies, and that suppression is what is causing all these diseases, all these pains, all these things in our bodies, because we have really treated our nervous system like, you know, it doesn't, like, it's not really one of the most important systems because the emotions are tied to that system. And we really are uh, people who ignore our emotions because I do get that. When you come and tell people how they make you feel, it's hard. It's hard. But that is so good for the emotional system. For you to stand up for yourself, for you to set boundaries, for you to let people know that you will not accept the way they're treating you. It's hard to do that, but it benefits your nervous system, your emotional system. So all the things that keep us stressed do affect us negatively, especially the things that we can control, for example, relationships I do know that there's things that we can't control, like finances. Well, we kind of, yeah, we can't really control that at some point. But yeah, we can't control finances. So that, that can cause a stress that is exactly what I'm talking about here, where you suppress. Because most of us are not going to come and tell our friends that I am broke right now. All I have is $10.59 to my account. No one is doing that for the most part. Most of us are just lying. In fact, we could even take on a loan and mask all of that. So all that suppression, we act like our body doesn't know or like the higher intelligence doesn't know these things, but it does. And we can't fool our bodies. Not for long. Like it's going to show up. So our emotions do require so many things like you have to feel safe but if you don't feel safe with yourself bring in a friend i talked about that in my uh past episode about how important your friends can be in the processing of heavy emotions you can invite just one friend one good friend that you trust and let them in and i said invite because it's specific you're inviting someone to your heart telling them showing them around like it's so it's dark over here it's quite nice over here there's some light oh this this part right here i don't want to go so you're bringing them into your life and with that that community that relieves stress that makes you feel like you're not alone there's someone else with you there's someone else who sees you You know, there's someone else who's going to hold space for you, who might even support you, shoot, help you find the resources that you need. But when we suppress this system, we're suppressing ourselves, we're suppressing the relationships that we could have, the friendships that we could have, the connections that we could have. And I think it's really rooted in shame and uh, 
a desire to appear okay because that's what we've been conditioned to do and that's what this podcast is here to do it's here to break down all of that stuff to get back to that healthy self to get back to that person who does not shame things that are natural about them no 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 that is the mission i'm on all right <laughs> so the spiritual system is the third system we're going to look at how can we practice self-awareness in this system how can we become aware of the spiritual system firstly we could step out into nature take a nature walk to go outside um, if you live in the city you might want to talk to a lot of people around you because you're connecting to the world around you and remember that's what the spiritual the spiritual system is about connecting to the world around you that means connecting to your community to your family um basically stepping outside of yourself service serving people and uh doing it with what's the word you do it but don't do it because you expect reciprocity that's a spiritual system a connection to the world where you are walking you see some trash in your neighborhood you pick it up because you know that that trash affects the world around you so do you see how we have been raised to be completely disconnected from our spiritual system and yet it's the most important system we walk around we will see trash we will, we will see all these things we won't do anything we will feel very separate from it too i'm not saying you have to do everything about trash because sometimes you do need gloves and all these protective equipment but what i'm saying is that even just trashing things throwing things anywhere yelling in public or being insensitive to the people around you not being mindful not reading the room all of that is the connection to the outside world so the spiritual system requires a level of mindfulness a level of thinking if i came into this situation would i enjoy it for example you've used the bathroom and you leave it nasty you have to think about your connection to the world otherwise you're going to leave that bathroom nasty you you don't think about other people you don't think about their experience when they come into that nasty bathroom because all you think about is yourself but i'm not here to blame you i'm here to tell you that you have been conditioned to think that way to think that you're not responsible for the world around you meanwhile you are very responsible in fact most of us are finally waking up because of the result of global warming but i think that we should have already woken up woken up but i think that for humanity it really takes something terrible to happen for us to wake up unfortunately so now we're finally remembering oh we're connected to the world let's reuse let's use paper bags let's i like the movement i'm here to be a part of the movement that way we get more people on this team more people who are aware 
you know, sometimes you're aware, but you, you still cannot do better. But at least you're aware. At least you're aware that all this plastic you're consuming every day is harmful to the environment. Maybe you're not in the position to let that specific practice go, but at least you're aware. That's something to me. So the spiritual system is your values. If you want to be aware of yourself, I need you to look at your values. Especially if you don't practice religion, you need some values. That's just what I think. It's the only way. No, no, let's, let's think about it. With religion, the different religions... They do give you values to follow. I mean, the Ten Commandments is literally a list of values. <laughs> but as a Muslim, I do know that Islam has guided me on so many things that I know I would be so lost on if it wasn't for that. And for example, that those things are honesty, kindness, awareness of other people, respect for other people. Uh, treating uh, uh, treating people treating people well even when they don't being committed to that because every day is not easy there's so many things that religion can guide and if you don't have that then then you're you're going to go off of maybe your family if they did put in some values in you or you're not going to have anything guiding you and your values are your guiding light. Without values, I'm scared of where you're going because you don't know where you're going. You don't have a, a destination. You don't even have a path. Every day, you wake up and, yeah, you basically just see where the day goes. But if you do have values, for example, if you say that I am a kind person and I am committed to kindness... In every engagement that you're going to have, starting with your family, starting with your community at your workplace, you're going to ask yourself, was I kind? Was I honest? Was I compassionate? Was I empathetic? Whatever your values are. If you don't have values, you will not care about how you leave people, about the impact that you have on people, about how your words affect people. A lack of awareness of a spiritual system is so harmful to your health because eventually all of that closes you off from community, from people. Because who, who's going to want, to want to hang out with you if you're out here killing people, if you're out here robbing people? Do you see? And that comes from not having values. And some values, by the way, have potential to harm. There's some values that people have that have potential to harm. So we need to bring awareness to that. For example, if your value is financial success, that's what you value in this life, it's likely that you're going to be harmful. Because at some point, because you value financial success so much, it could turn into greed. It could turn into greed and huh. Literally every horror in this world is motivated by greed. So awareness of this system is 
so important and i believe the reason why so many of us are suffering is because we're unaware of this system we are unaware of how we have contributed to our lack of friends we are so unaware of our own selves of how we come off because that is important to survive I know we like to say we don't care, I don't care, only what I care matters, only what I think matters, only what I do matters, like only my opinion comes first, but I think that is not true. I refuse that. I think that is important, but I don't think that it's okay if it's in the extreme to a point of selfishness, to a point of a lack of understanding for others a lack of consideration for others that is a spiritual system so do you see why i said that it's really one of the most important systems it is the important system here and if you focus on this system all these other systems are eventually going to step in line they just are so to become aware of this system you need to assess your values. Google values, examples of values. They're going to bring you so many, so many options. And then you're going to see the things that stand out to you. That, oh, I value integrity. I'm adding that. I value consideration. I, I, I'm adding that to my list. I value empathy. And then we're going to work towards being that person. Because that is your higher self. Because you're probably not it right now. But you're working towards being more empathetic, being more kind, being more honest. So, that is the spiritual system. And the final system is the physical system. What can we do to become more aware of this system? Of this, system? this is your body, like I said, or your manifestations. So, let's first talk about the physical body. You can go to the gym, you know, get a workout in run sauna whatever it is weights i'm not really good with weights but i do like the gym i do like the sauna the treadmill a couple machines you know but the sauna is my place what i really do prefer for my physical system though for my body is a walk yep a walk does it for me every time a walk in nature i feel like a brand new person, especially when I don't have any earphones, no audiobooks, no podcasts, no music, just me and nature and the birds. I feel so connected. I feel so connected to my body. Sometimes I'm looking at my feet, stomp, do, 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 and I'm like, thank you, feet. You're out here. We are out here. I, I literally think every physical part of my body, like, thank your hands. We out here walking. It's the time for me to literally pay attention to my body. And for the times where there's parts of me that ache, I pay even more attention to that body, to that part of the body, and breathe in air to that part of the body. And these deep breaths do bring healing to me and a, a, sense, of my, and, and a sense of peace, a sense of peace and calm and all the things that you want. So I think that a nature walk would be really nice for the physical system. Uh, what else? What else? I think that in terms of moving, just moving your body. Make sure you move your body for 15 minutes a day. 
and you are good okay that is scientifically proven to improve your mental health so move your body for 15 minutes a day and if you can do more do it do it this is this is a lifestyle okay we can't stop if you take a break for five days five weeks you can always come back up you can always come and start again okay we 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 don't get to stop on this one i'm sorry because your physical body needs to release a lot of that energy sometimes that it's keeping in. So as you walk, all that sweating, you're releasing things. You don't even know. So you might be suffering because you haven't sweated in a minute. It, it, it could be that. I, I'm just saying. Uh, another thing for your physical system that could help bring awareness to that. Remember I said your physical system is everything you have or don't have. The manifestations in your life. If you don't have something, that's your physical system. You want that house so bad, but you don't have it yet, that's your physical system. Your physical system is tied to your mindset, though. Okay? So, if you don't believe that, if you don't fully believe that you're going to own a house and you have doubt or, yeah, really doubt, you're not going to have the house, you know, like your mindset doesn't believe for you to get the things that you want, good or bad, there needs to be a hundred percent belief, a hundred percent belief in yourself, in the world around you, in the thing that you want. You have to believe that you deserve it. You have to believe. If you don't believe, it's likely that the thing is going to take some time to manifest or it just won't manifest at all. So look at the things that you have right now. You probably didn't have them. The car, the house, the phone, the shoes, the clothes, all these things in our houses. At some point, you didn't have them. You manifested them. You started with believing, ah, I like that shoe. I want to own that shoe. I could own that shoe. I'm going to own that shoe. I'm going to buy that shoe. I've bought that shoe. Now I own that shoe. You see where we started? Belief. It started with belief. If you don't believe you can own the shoe and you believe it's for the celebrities, I'm telling you, everything you're going to do is going to align with that belief. So, your mental system is so important too. Okay? Your mindset I do understand the work of a mindset, how it gets to that place of lack of belief, self-doubt, negative self-talk. But on this channel, we're going to be delving deep into all that because I need us to be together in this movement, okay? It's going to be exciting, actually. The mental systems episode, the one that discusses the thought processes, our mindsets, where we get all these mindsets. I think you're going to love that to love that video if you're a person who suffers from mindset, self-image, all these things, perceptions and beliefs. I got you. I got you. So, yeah, that's your physical system. Exercise. Journaling. Because remember, we talked about the mental. So, journaling is going to play with the physical system because you need to unlock some parts of your head. Some parts in your mind, in your, in your soul. Ask yourself why you don't believe that the things that you want, you can get them. 
Why do you think you can't get the things that you want? Let's start there. Why do you think that you cannot get those things? What is so different about you? You think that the universe doesn't care about you, that God doesn't care about you, your creator doesn't know about your existence, but you have breath? I don't believe that. I think that's just a mindset problem. So we're going to work through this. And this concludes this video, this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you learned something. I want to know, what did you learn? If you did, what did you take away? Is there anything that you're going to apply today? That would be nice because on this, on this podcast, we, we apply, guys. We are action people over here. Well, at least we try to be every day. We are trying please don't just listen to this and let it be another episode, another thing that you listen to. Apply, especially if you heard something that resonates, something that you were like, ooh, I like that. I need you to apply that because that might be the thing that works for you. And then once it works for you, you're going to be spreading the gospel kind of like I am because I started from these processes that I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, I'm determined to get all of us on this train. All right. Take care of yourself and uh, stay connected to yourself and to the world around you. Like this video, subscribe, follow, do all the things, all those zero cost things that support this channel. And yeah, I will see you and talk to you in my next episode. Stay connected. Bye. <laughs> Ooh, that was nice. Today's topic is self-awareness, a continuation from what we talked about.